0: FNG One, a new guy's guide to Formula One and the world of motorsport. I am your co-host Chuck, and with me as always is Sean. Hey guys. Uh, So we are here for season uh, two, episode one. We have a race under our belt, Bahrain. Bahrain. It's pretty good. But before we get into that race, Sean, I wanted to talk to you about this. I think that we've screwed up. What have we done? Well, the premise of this show is that you are an expert, and I am an idiot when it comes to Formula One. However, I went and watched that show, and I watched all those races, and I read a bunch of stuff, and now I'm worried that I know too much. So, I'm going to lean back in to the new guy thing.
1: The show's a journey. You're on a journey. You've I'm, on, your path. I'm
0: on a spiritual motorsport journey. Uh, You are my my guru, my my shaman. Uh, You're you're my Sherpa taking me up this mountain. (laughs) But uh, I noticed that uh, you mentioned this on Twitter, and I agree that it seems like this year there are a lot more people, at least that we know, that are talking about Formula One that were not before.
1: Yeah, you're like now in like top quartile of experienced watcher.
0: I know, which is weird for me. It's very cool that everybody's getting into it, and I'm excited about that. But that means we've got more new guys. Yep. So I'm going to try and dumb down my end even more than it already was. (laughs) Uh, You know, I I listened back through episode zero. I felt like I knew too much about what was going on. Uh, So we're going to try and, uh, you know, Sean will continue to know everything but we'll try and make sure that we are, uh, including everybody. It is the premise of the show. It is still true. There's still a lot. I I watched this race with uh, a friend of mine here in Austin. Mm -hmm. It was his first race ever. And he was full of questions and asking me. And I realized I still only knew like 40% of what he was asking.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's a lot going on, right? So
0: he'd be like, uh, so, so Haas is, uh, uh, a German team. I'm like, no, 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 they're American owned, but now they're kind of Russian and they' one of their drivers is German. And they'd be like, okay, so how many tires did they get get? Uh, you know, I don't know, actually. <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh, try and include everybody here a little bit. But we'll just dive right into the race. We had our first race of the season, Bahrain, night course. Super exciting race. I am delighted and furious by the result of this
1: race. Delighted and furious. This is a, a lot of mixed emotions for you.
0: I mean, it makes sense. On the one hand, Max did not win, even though at one point he very clearly was winning. But then I guess he went off the course, oh. which would have incurred at least a five-second penalty. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was definitely at least five coming.
0: So unless he could have pulled more than five seconds ahead of Hamilton in the following, whatever, two and a half laps. Let's be clear.
1: Max was fully confident he was going to pull those five seconds.
0: He was fully confident he was the only one.
1: Yeah, those <laughs> t- those I'm, tires were pretty scrubbed. I, I don't think
0: he might have gotten a second ahead of him, but that yeah. no. Okay. So they did something that was new to me. I don't know if you've ever seen that before, where they just let him pass him back. They let Hamilton pass him again.
1: I've seen it. Never for the lead of the race with three laps to go.
0: (laughs) It was dramatic, to say the least.
1: That must have been a a dagger.
0: Yeah, I, I would have been pissed if I was him, too. So Max did not win because then that following two laps or whatever that he had to beat Hamilton... was just proof of concept that we already know that Hamilton is an extremely good driver.
1: God, so damn good. Because
0: he just buried him.
1: Well, I mean, and, and kind of the Hamilton dominance didn't start even right there, right? When Max pitted, I think what, he was nine seconds back and, you know, it was clear he was going to catch him, but I think the question was how quickly. And I think Lewis probably stretched that out an extra few laps and made Max, you know, wear up his tires more to catch him and essentially just reduce the number of chances Max got to pass him. Right. And, I mean, I thought he was going to be dead in the water. He caught him.
0: It looked, it looked like Max's all day. I mean, he had a long time to pass him and probably was a little too aggressive, maybe could have waited for another opportunity where he wasn't going to go off the course, but that is very much not his style.
1: <laughs> yeah, I... And that was actually one of the things I was going to critique Max on this. I did think he probably, I initially thought he was too aggressive and really just went for that pass right there. It's who he is. I love him for it. I don't. I don't want him to change. But I mean, a few turns later, you know, he got to the corner when he was still chasing Lewis after he'd given the spot back, and he got some pretty bad oversteer and had to correct. And not only did that catch him cost him time, it scrubbed the tires pretty badly. And he even commented that the tires were pretty much gone at that point. Yeah. So he only had, you know, another maybe half lap, maybe a lap to pull that off. So I, seeing that and kind of knowing that and and listening to the comments, in hindsight, it was probably the right call to go for it there. I mean, he had he had DRS, um, had a real good shot at him. He went real wide. I, I thought maybe he, he was just a little lazy and was like, you know, kind of just took advantage of the track. But he was real wide. He must have been just absolutely hauling ass on that straight.
0: And like you said, the the tires were a little,
1: little, that probably a little lean at him. that
0: point. Maybe yeah. he just didn't,
1: maybe he went a little further than he intended. That probably cooked him. That was about, you know, what what kind of finished it off for him.
0: Well, so like I said, it's it's a mixed bag for me there because I'm disappointed. But that's proof of concept. The Red Bull car is fast.
1: The Red Bull car is the fastest car right now.
0: The uh, Red Bull car, with Max driving it, is the fastest car on the track.
1: Oh, I th- I think it's probably overall the fastest car. I think Max is getting more out of it. Well, that's but, what I mean. Max and Max knows about,
0: how to drive that yeah. car. And Sergio, boy, he did... Uh, <laughs> It's sort of a grand tour of the entire ranking system of the, of F1. Yeah. You know, he spent a little time at last place, a uh, little time way up at the podium area, and then he dropped back down, then he went back up. He was just sort of, uh, it was like a sampler. It was a buffet. He wanted to see where he wanted to end
1: up. He just, he's... He wants to get rack up those passes during a race. Exactly. Say, you get points
0: for those, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. If they did, Sergio would be great at it.
0: <laughs> like in uh, Forza Motorsport, if you get a really good pass, you get some extra points. Yeah.
1: Every time you make a pass, it adds an extra lap to the race for you. So,
0: yeah. no. Oh, nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he didn't have a good qualifying. He did not. They he had ga- a bad
0: qualifying.
1: Yeah, they gambled. I mean, they. Uh, I'll say they gambled the car should have gotten through on mediums and they basically told him to get through on mediums and he couldn't get it done. Maybe they should have just put him on softs to get him through and and dealt with the tire strategy. They wouldn't have been the only car that got through qualifying on softs. You know, Ferrari did, I believe both McLarens did. But yeah, that that hurt. He had a good race though. So that's kind of good to see him come back from that. I was worried, you know, at first I thought he lost the car before the race. And then even starting 20th, I was like, He should be able to get through the field, but if he can't, I mean, not that it's even really his fault, but that's that noise that kind of builds up around that second Red Bull seat, you know, you're just Mm -hmm. adding fuel to that fire.
0: Yeah, for those who didn't see the beginning or didn't see the race, during the formation lap, which is just sort of the warm-up lap they take around the track right before uh, the race starts, Sergio Perez's car just died. Just turned off. It just turned off. I don't think that was on him. I think there was a genuine flaw in the car.
1: (laughs) That was a very furry move.
0: Yeah, it was... uh, So then uh, I had to explain the situation to my daughter. She was thrilled, you can imagine. (laughs) But all's well that ends well. I love the finish. That was a super exciting way to finish the race. Plus, Red Bull took two and five, which I'm used to us taking two. But it was good to see our second driver up at least in the talk of a podium you know like he's up in the running yeah you know, two, two was, and
1: 15 feels a little more correct for you
0: right that's i'm used to two and like 11
1: yeah yeah i mean i, I got a bunch of messages um after the race like oh yeah i'm super into this so i was like that was a pretty amazing race they're not all gonna be quite that good but <laughs> yeah i one. had to
0: temper a lot of my friend's expectations like he was like well it's not very fun if you're not rooting for uh, red bull or mercedes because that's all they pay attention to and i was like no 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 no. normally hamilton's way up there and if you're a mercedes fan they'll show his car twice in the entire race because it's not interesting <laughs> so yeah uh, that's give it what, time
1: that was actually what i found interesting the one and two battle was enthralling the last 10 12 laps really the midfield stuff which we got used to last year being really good was pretty quiet yeah. Other than Sergio coming through the field, I mean, he has obviously a fast car, so he was going to do it and and he's a good driver. I'm going to stand by that. He's yeah, good. He's good. I you know, I don't He'll get used to the car. He knocked out several drivers on his his move through the front that I think are better than him, but he was in a better car with fresher tires. But uh yeah, there was not really a lot going on Lando. Er, well, Valtteri was just running his own race being angry at the world. He's just the dude's cooked. Lando had a really solid race.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about McLaren. Yeah. Because cars they've quick. made moves. They're looking good. Car's quick. Yeah, the cars are very quick. Car's um, quick. I like the drivers they've got. Yeah. they got uh, a good
1: team. Lando getting on top of Ricardo early is uh pretty impressive for Lando because you know, Ricardo's well regarded. Um, and so there's some thought that maybe he'd come in and just kind of be the alpha driver but now lando had a really good race really competitive daniel really never got a good chance to challenge him and so it was really good work there
0: and hey your boys at ferrari have clearly made a step forward
1: it the car is not garbage
0: the car is not garbage it's not it's
1: It's not not best. it's not third best um it's not garbage and it has
0: (laughs) good drivers in it
1: yeah it has really good drivers i think Carlos struggled a little bit and he commented after the race that like his entire first lap goal was like, don't screw anything up. So he got passed a few times, probably the right move. I think it's good to just get a solid finish. You know, Shaw had a, maybe the most boring race. Um, Yeah. Nothing interesting. Literally nothing happened. Lando got him early. It was a pretty good battle for a little bit. Um, and then Lando finally got him. I think, I think the McLaren's, I think the McLaren's a better car than the Ferrari that's at least right now or at least at bar I
0: think you're probably right as of as of so far McLaren looked like the clear third best car on, on the track
1: Yeah so I think uh Charles not giving up the spot to Ricardo was probably his big um achievement for the race and and not giving it up he just kind of held him 5 to 7 seconds back the whole race So overall uh, I mean I'm happy with it I think when we talked about my expectations for the year that's that's pretty pretty in line there there Speaking fourth.
0: of your expectations for the year, I thought that maybe Aston Martin would be cheating again and be good. Uh, and that does not appear to be the case initially.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: they did bad.
1: <laughs> Stroll did okay. So, Stroll did
0: okay. He uh, What did he get in the points? Yeah, Barely? I'm con-
1: he got one point. He was 10th. I'm convinced his dad hired Vettel so that he can say he beat a world champion. Because that guy is so washed.
0: Interesting, and very much, uh, I could see that happening. That guy is so washed right
1: now. He seems just depressed. I don't think he's going to finish the season. If you want if you want my no? hot, t- hot take from race one, I don't think he finishes the year. Wow. You heard it here first, probably this time for real. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, just awful at qualifying and you know at first he blamed it on the yellow flags but then we found out that he got busted for blowing through the yellow flags (laughs) during qualifying so that didn't help him and then having just a god-awful race and he just hit Ocon (laughs) into the first corner
0: yeah and then said why did he do that and even the announcers were like that was clearly your fault
1: and then he apologized to him as soon as the race was over well, yeah, cuz he hit him. But yeah, but like <laughs> he was just complaining on the radio cuz I guess that's what you do when you get in a wreck. But yeah, he's he's not good. Um If if I was in a wreck, and I have been in a wreck,
0: I and I was on a radio, you would hear me complaining and blaming the other person everything. no matter what yeah. happened, for sure. Yeah,
1: backed into their car. Have you ever been in a car wreck? Uh not a moving wreck. No. Wait, what does that mean? I mean, I backed in wreck? like like I backed into a car once. Oh okay, yeah. <laughs> I was literally not paying attention. I was looking at an ATM. I had to go through. This is not even that long ago, and just bump, and I was like, "What was that?"
0: <laughs> I got uh, I got hit by somebody who ran a red light. Oh, I was turning left, and she ran through the cross traffic mm-hmm. light. Jesus. So she eh, she hit me in the direction that I was turning. Okay. So it was on the passenger side and it just sort of moved me more in the direction i was going
1: along helping you helping
0: me along she also then uh she spun out into the oncoming traffic lane which was okay because they were all stopped at a red light Mm -hmm. she paused for a solid five seconds and then floored it to where she left um like tire skid marks (laughs) on the road (laughs) tried to go around the traffic by jumping up onto the sidewalk to go around them yeah, uh, overcompensated for that and drove up a telephone pole the the stoplight pole at that light. She was trying to flee the scene, and like failed <clears throat> and miserably. failed horribly. I mean, her car went vertically up the
1: telephone pole. Man, she should give Haas a call.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she could she could probably drive for Haas, and then she tried to say it was all my fault. So that was fun. <laughs> she t- her car was probably okay after the. Uh, incident because she was able to speed off but then she totaled it on that, that traffic light pole <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I, I want to imagine her explaining that to the police like oh I tried to do it there's like clear skid marks from her doing the burnout and then like mm-hmm. her hitting a telephone pole
0: I, my my truck was fine I had cosmetic damage I just drove after I talked to the cops and everything I just drove off and God. went on about my day
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus but
0: whatever uh, yes so we can talk about uh, about Nikita Mazaspin. 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 I, I don't Has think I can. He complete, I watched most of qualifying, some of qualifying. I watched some of the practice and I watched the race. Has he completed a lap in the Haas car without spinning it out?
1: A timed lap? I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure that that's happened. Oh, if man. he's going full out i don't know if he's completed a lap without losing control of that car
1: because he spun twice in qualifying
0: yes he did
1: on both hot laps he spun and then what was it? Was it lap the one, second corner he... second corner looped it <laughs> and, and did you hear the onboard it's just like and then he just floors it and just goes straight around I'm like have you ever driven this car like <laughs> He drove that car the way I imagine I would, just panicking for it.
0: Well, and like get like two conservative turns in, and then go, okay, I got this, and hit the gas a little too hard, and just take it right off the right yeah, off the
1: road. I mean, to be
0: fair to him, that car I think is a massive piece of shit. Because uh, oh, I'm, it is a piece of garbage. But his teammate
1: has has not crashed it yet. He spun it though. He did spin it. He like did spin it four laps later, but he also didn't spin it like twelve times last weekend. So, <laughs> I think he's and he get the finished benefit. the race. Yeah, dead last, but he finished the race, not think, dead last. Now Pierre was last. Pierre was last, well, and but Pierre... last the spin was last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh damn it! His little, his little, his little car icon, by the way, stayed on the track map the whole time. I know,
0: I noticed that, and it made me laugh too.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, there he is. Didn't go anywhere.
0: It had the same look as in, like, Mario Kart when you drive off of, like, the haunted house road and fall into the pit and the little uh, porcupine guy lifts you back out, but your little dot on the race graphic just stays there while it it figures you out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, uh... (laughs) That was funny. I was just like, oh, he's still there. What an awful race. He looked absolutely dejected, too. Like, well... I mean, I would be, obviously. But I mean, like, his wing came off and he ran over it. I don't think that was all on him. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about Mazaspin.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that
1: guy. No, Pierre's got screwed. No. If, if we're talking Mazospin about Pierre. Mazaspin should be dejected. He has not proven that he should be out there yet. I wonder if that thought's starting to creep into your head yet. Because you know these guys are confident. But like, how many times do you have to really screw up one weekend to be like, can I actually do this? Can I drive this car? It's not a good car, but also...
0: You should still be able to finish the race even in dead last.
1: Yeah, like there's no pressure for you to pass anyone. You didn't have to try that hard. Yeah, nobody's expecting Haas
0: to just jump up into eighth place or something. I
1: think we can congratulate Williams right now. They are not the worst car. They are not the worst car. Congratulations to George
0: Russell for proving that you are not in the worst car. Not so much Latifi. Yeah. Uh, his teammate who did come in last of the cars that finished the race. <laughs> god oh so but schumacher had to beat somebody
1: yeah he really passed he passed latifi yeah he uh, God.
0: schumacher finished 16th latifi had some sort of issue oh okay he only got 51
1: laps in oh okay i was like good god what did he do
0: (gasps) no i okay yeah so schumacher was last of the cars that drove 55 or more laps gotcha
1: okay well (laughs) it's small steps he did, he did um, at least 55 more laps than his teammate. Uh, on the flip
0: side of the new guys, uh, Alpha Tori's new driver, uh, the youngest guy on the track, Yuki Tsunoda. Yuki. He
1: showed up. That
0: kid's fat fucking fast. He beat fast. Stroll. He, I know, that kid's good. I think yeah. that that's a name we're going to keep hearing for a while.
1: Yeah, he's fast. Um, he's also getting
0: that Honda engine.
1: Yeah, which, which might be the new rocket
0: have good things going on for it
1: just send the Ferrari cheating two years later that's what we're gonna find out
0: yeah we're gonna find out that Red Bull has has pulled some shenanigans but that's fine
1: Honda's like this is our last year in F1 we can do whatever we (laughs) want Fuck it
0: (laughs) not our problem our name won't be on it what is
1: it it's got two extra cylinders (laughs) stop us (laughs) yeah um yeah he had he had just a stellar weekend it was you know he was real fast in practice and then you know qualifying kind of put him in his place a little bit because pierre qualified i think fifth and so it kind of put him in his place a little bit but he had a really solid race it was a little erratic but it was his first race but yeah he was moving up and down through that kind of 13th to ninth portion of the field so good race by him
0: yeah in all a i would say if i was like a director of formula one i would call this uh season opener smashing success. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they got
1: their, their championship rivalry.
0: And the the like narrative of Max versus Hamilton that everybody talked about leading up to this season, at least initially, appears to actually be the narrative, like the story.
1: Yeah. Um, strong story. Um, it was exactly what we wanted. Max was fast all weekend and then somehow, I still don't know how the hell he did it. Lewis got more out of the car than he should have because i think the clearest indicator that, that car is not as fast is just how far back Botaz was now obviously he stopped to take his you know when the yeah. fastest lap point but he was still 20 seconds off those two when he stopped i mean he there, yes. he was never a factor in that race it was those two guys battling it out and you know mercedes made that strategy call um, at the first pit stop to really kind of screw over Max because Max might have run away with it. And then it was just the two of them, right? So Valtteri not even being in the conversation, we know he's not as good, but last year he could at least keep the car usually competitive and he was, you know, just persona non grata for that that battle. So yeah, I think I think the Red Bulls, Red Bull at least right now is a stronger car. We'll see if that holds at other yeah. tracks. But at the very least, it's, it's even. And so we'll get those two racing. Now now that we said that, you know, Mercedes will do their devil magic and have the and best car in six. We'll never see anything but the back of Hamilton's car. again. <laughs> all the people that we lured in with that great race by race seven, they're going to be like, why does this guy always win by 40 seconds? <laughs> this, this sport sucks. That guy always wins. But you all like college football. Be quiet. Uh-huh.
0: Exactly. I, I had to, that was the other analogy that I, I gave to my friend when he was uh, getting interested in it. He was like, so he started watching uh, Drive to Survive and he was like, but it seems like it's just whoever has the most money and, and then it's always, uh, Mercedes is always winning or at least taking like two of the podium spots. And I was like, yes. He was like, but that's not interesting. And I'm like, you watch college football. I mean, Bama is always there.
1: Yeah, it's if, the same thing. And if you want the team that spends the most money and gets nothing out of it, are you a Texas fan or maybe an A and M fan? Uh-huh. Well, can I interest you in Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> i are gonna spend God's money. It's not gonna be very good. Oh my
0: God, the Texas schools are Ferrari, aren't oh, they? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus.
1: Yeah, I mean they're like modern Ferrari. Why do you do this to yourself, oh, man, dude? But you don't understand. When I was into this, Ferrari just won all the time. Okay. Yeah. So you are like a mid two thousands Texas fan or USC. Yeah, that would be the other one. Yeah. I would say. Okay. Like, just unstoppable. Now it's like, why can't we do that again? Well, <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm. I am decently surprised with my boring Ferrari boys.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. I think uh, Ferrari is nothing but upside. And my friend uh, has decided he picked his team prior to the race, and he is a Ferrari boy also. Yes.
1: Does he have a driver preference? Or is it just Ferrari? Uh,
0: it's he actually <laughs> prefers the uh, the team manager. Oh, Maria Benotto. He he likes the thing he likes about Ferrari is how incredibly Italian everything is. Oh yeah, and uh, Benotto is intensely Italian. <laughs> that is, that, in a way that he loves. He that, was like, I I don't even care about the drivers. I want to root for this guy. <laughs>
1: What's the most Italian engineer we could create? Oh, I have an answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to bring back a segment
0: from last season that I still haven't come up with a better name for. Uh, so we're still going to, for the time being, call it Which Driver Said This? Uh, this is where I quiz Sean on uh, a, a snippet of uh, team radio that happened at some point during the race weekend. And he tries to guess which driver or sometimes team engineer or whoever was on the
1: radio was talking. And I think we have to be clear. I have a horrible memory for remembering this stuff. So it's usually just by guessing by the character of the comment. Well, and I
0: usually pick one that I don't actually remember coming up during the race. <laughs> uh, I do a little bit of research, but some of them were too obvious. So I'm always trying to stump you. So this one I went with was... I'm really, really sorry for the first lap. The car's amazing. I just fucked up the first lap.
1: Pierre Gasly? Close. That was Yuki Sonoda. Oh, man. I should have known that dude Like, is cussing all the time on his radio. Yeah,
0: apparently uh, with quite the mouth on him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: guess he... I don't. I didn't see what happened to him in the first lap, but he felt terrible about whatever it was because he
1: apologized profusely. He dropped a bunch of places and then... Subsequently earned him back. He had a really exciting race. I, you know, and part of me is
0: always pulling for Alpha Tori. Mm-hmm. It's our, it's like your little team. brother. Yeah. Well, it's like our feeder league. You never know when that guy's going to be in one of the Red Bull seats. <laughs> so, you know, because that constantly happens. So, Alpha Tori is owned by Red Bull, they run the same engine as Red Bull and everything. And, Red Bull typically hires their drivers from mm-hmm. AlphaTauri unless something, unless something really hot comes up. So, uh,
1: yeah, I I think not even if something hot comes up, I think Checo is a, a very much a one-off. So they typically right. bring the drivers through the through the program through AlphaTauri to Red Bull.
0: It's like a cult. <laughs>
1: it's a school.
0: I, I would love to see what goes on in these meetings. They've got to brainwash them all to stay right.
1: I think they just lured, like, here's all of the hopes and dreams you've had for your entire childhood over them. And that gets them to stay. Fair enough. Because Gasly is still there,
0: despite the
1: previous unpleasantness. (laughs) Yeah. I would never drive for Red Bull again, is what he said just before the season. But he hasn't left the smaller team. Okay.
0: So that's Bahrain. It ruled. First one in the books. Good race, right? It ruled. We're, We're across the board. This race was excellent exciting cool track
1: my team doesn't suck
0: your team doesn't suck your team's very good (laughs) seems like it's doing pretty well I'm very happy about Checo I'm excited to see that he's doing well now that he's with Red Bull at least to start with I mean having said that he's now gonna crash in the first lap of the next race but I think it's nice we
1: both of our second drivers did well yes yes That is a fact. Because we both experienced last year with basically one driver (laughs) comparing the team. (laughs) Pretty much.
0: So now our next return segment from last season is Under Investigation. Oh, yeah. Under Investigation is another quiz for our expert, Sean, where I find something that happened in the race or something that happens in all of the races that I still don't understand (laughs) or know what's going on. And ask him about it. And I actually have two that I want to talk about. So I'll probably just save one and ask the question that I've already brought up earlier in this episode, which is about tires. Okay. Now, let me explain to you what I do know about tires, and then we'll get to what I don't know. They're round, black. They're round, they're black, they're made out of some sort of rubber compound. that You put them on the bottom
1: of the car. Yeah. And then they make... They make it roll forward. You put some around the track so when Nikita Mazaspin goes by. Right. Yeah. You get a pile him.
0: of tires, <laughs> tires for Nikita Mazaspin to find. It's like a bed for uh, his car. <laughs> I, I like to think that, you know, maybe they could fill them with coins so when he hits them, they go up in the air. So for every race, there are in theory five compounds of tires, right? There's the soft, yeah. the medium, and the hard, mm-hmm. and then two rain ones. Yep. I guess a softer one and a harder one, I assume? No,
1: intermediate and full wet.
0: Oh, yeah. It has to do with how
1: much tread, right? Okay.
0: So, obviously, if it's not raining, they don't use those because they're not fast. So, you're down to just the three. Mm -hmm. The soft, the medium, and the hard. Yep. Beyond that, I have an understanding that there is a limit to the number of each of these tires that they have. But I don't know what... What is the deal? How many tires do they get? Do they get do they get to pick? Do yes. they just
1: get them dropped off in front of them? Yeah. So so Perelli offers actually in the we're gonna talk about the race tires. We're not gonna talk about the yeah, intermediates yeah, yeah. and the reins. But there's actually five compounds of tires and Pirelli picks before the race which three from that um, set will come. So the you know, the three softest, the three hardest, the three across the middle. So for this race, they brought C2, C3, C4. So the middle three compounds. And so those became, for the race, the hard, medium, and softs. I think... I don't remember the exact number, but there's a fixed number of sets. I think it's around 10 to 13, somewhere in that kind of range, that the teams get for the whole weekend. And they basically can tell Pirelli that I want, you know, eight sets of softs, five set Or four sets of mediums, and one set of hards, or whatever. Because I think it's around 13. So they kind of pick that mix now the whole weekend they need to manage that mix right because during the race they need to use two different compounds during qualifying whatever they qualify on in the second round if they get through they have to start on that tire so they need to manage all these tires you know have good clean sauce for qualifying have good clean race tires so they're not running scrub tires so they're kind of both during practice they're both testing the capabilities of the tire and then also trying to manage which ones they use up for the race. So yeah, it's a fixed number and then they kind of get to pick what mix they get. Usually they pick right. Cause the softs don't last long. They pick, you know, predominantly softs, a few pair of the mediums and usually like one or two of the hard. Now, if it's a track that's got high wear, they may bring, you know, two or three sets of hards just because they might want to um, run them in on the, during the practice weekend and they might need one or two for the race. Just, you know, depending on how the tire strategy works out.
0: Okay, so then I have a follow-up question.
1: Yep. Does anybody ever just run out? I don't know. I mean, I've seen them put scrub tires on, but I don't think I've ever seen a team run out of tires.
0: Okay, so if you have used up all of the new tires, but you need more tires, you just slap back on a pair of old shitty ones yeah and i mean i think you saw that in qualifying um i forget which do they do do they when they when you're done with them and they're all worn out but they keep them in case they need them later do they put the new balance logo on
1: them (laughs) be like i i need i need to keep those they're like the worst world's worst like uh (laughs) these are my tires to mow the lawn these are my precious tires (laughs) don't touch these yeah no i think um i can you ass tires. Quite a few of the teams ran scrub softs in qualifying for their first run. So usually they try to get in, you know, two or three good runs during each qualifying session. A lot of the faster teams ran, I think, the, the scrub softs in quality one, uh, maybe in qualifying two. But yeah, so they ran the scrub tires. So they didn't wear in another set. Basically see how fast you can go on, on a scrub set. And then for your second run, which is kind of all the marbles, they ran a new set of softs. Cool. Mm-hmm. Now I know more about tires. Yep. Now our listeners
0: know more about tires. Yeah. And, uh, I or think- they're, or they're screaming at their podcast machine about all the other things they know about tires that you skipped or got wrong.
1: <laughs> He's so wrong about these tires. It's actually 12 and a half sets. No. <laughs>
0: yeah. They, with, so they only give them two of the last set. Yeah, yeah. You got to pick
1: which, <laughs> you get to pick which two wheels.
0: <laughs> yeah. You you actually just put them on one side, usually.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, the tire strategy is probably one of the most important parts of the entire ball game, right? It is uh, important to start keeping an eye on that if you're a new new viewer. There's a lot of a lot of the race comes down to the types of tires, when the tires are put on, and what tire strategy they're going to use.
0: Yeah. Hey, I have another uh, under investigation question that yep. I may cut out. <laughs> now go ahead. <laughs> um, at the end of every race. The guys up on the podium get a bottle, a giant crazy bottle of champagne mm-hmm. and do the little spraying each other with champagne. Mm-hmm. In the Middle Eastern countries, do they actually have champagne in those bottles? Yeah, dude, you can get anything when you got money. Okay. They didn't spray it on each other this time. They did? Huh. No, and the, even the announcers were made a comment about how unusual that was. Now, I'm
1: pretty sure in Bahrain, if you're Western, you can get alcohol. Okay. Uh, see, I don't know these things. Everybody I know that's been in the Middle East says, you know, if you're Western, yes, you can absolutely get alcohol, even in the countries where um, the locals don't.
0: Okay. See, and I, th- this may be a sensitive enough subject <laughs> that I'm just going to gonna snip <laughs> this offended, right out of the episode.
1: <laughs> we've offended so many people by just being culturally insensitive <laughs> but, or unaware.
0: But, yeah, just being completely unaware. I feel very uh, culturally stupid right now.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry, Bahraini people
0: yeah um what else do we have to talk about
1: i mean we got quite a long time until the next race three weeks so i think this we will be, do if three if,
0: weeks before you're getting your next episode unless sean and i just get itchy and record something for no reason well the
1: one thing that will happen over the next three weeks is i think we are going to be in some peak hot takes even more so than the off season because we've got one race that did everything we wanted it to I've already made a claim that Vettel won't even finish the season. Yeah, you've
0: already declared Vettel's
1: career over. Yeah, he's done, finished. (laughs) I think the next three weeks, like by Friday, everybody's going to be like just buzzing with every hot take imaginable, right? I think before we even got to the race and qualifying, people were like, ooh, can Charles keep up with Carlos Sainz? That hot take was starting to go around. And then, of course, LeClaire went and blew him away in qualifying. Sure. Um, (laughs) Like, surprise, I'm actually really good at this. But yeah, I think it's a long time to the next race and the first race was awesome, which means you got to have hot takes. Yeah, so keep keep
0: an eye out in case
1: we drop an extra
0: episode
1: for some reason. Yeah, I'm we not promising that. Might do. A, we might do a preview episode. I think there's some there might be some cool things to talk about that we didn't get into here about um relative speed of the cars versus last year who was not nearly cuz every car was slower, but you know Bahrain was one of the last races at the end of last year and then it was the first race here so we get a pretty cool comparison between how fast were they last year and then right now you know mercedes was 2 oh seconds oh man
0: you're putting together a spreadsheet aren't you
1: no 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 it was, there was a graphic <laughs> that came up i was just keeping an eye but um, <laughs>
0: don't lie you don't. You don't have to pretend that you have an already You don't have like a comparative lap times I haven't gotten that XLS. far, but
1: I, I considered it. But yeah, Mercedes was two seconds a lap slower. Um, Ferrari was half a second a lap slower, which I think is just a testament to how shitty that car was. Yeah. It's... <laughs> and then Red Bull was about a 1.1 seconds a lap slower. So the I think there's a whole conversation you know we could potentially have now or save it for later in the year about the changes in the regulations from last year and why is it affecting the Mercedes concepts designs more? So there's let's keep that arrow in the quiver. Yeah. For now. uh, Yeah. I've been doing some, you know, I had an idea and I did quite a bit of reading up on it. So I think I can do a little bit more and maybe get some good answers. Um, in the future, but there's quite a bit, there's some very big design philosophy differences between the cars. And I think you can see that if you look at them and that's maybe one of the clues to why the new regulations are affecting some more than others.
0: Well, you know, the best way to find out if we, so if we do decide to just drop an extra bonus episode, the best way to find that out probably would be to go ahead and follow us at FNG one pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I am at Defnot Chuck. And Sean is
1: at Sean underscore leg with two G's. Yeah. And, and when I get bored, you might get Ferrari hot takes or F1 hot takes. So it's, it's not coming around race weekend. It might just whenever it pops in my head. So
0: he could declare somebody's career over at any moment. You never know. We also finally are on iTunes. Yeah. I understand. Is that correct? Yeah, we are on so iTunes. So look up F and G One there.
1: Sean will maybe get us on Google Podcast, and maybe yeah, uh, yeah, we sure. can figure out, we can figure out Google Podcast. And I think <laughs> uh, if anybody else has any other mediums that they like, I think SoundClouds worked for quite a few people. I've asked around, and I think iTunes is the other big one. But uh, obviously, Google Podcasts and anything else, and then we can work in um, getting it more available because i think it's it's nice and convenient i got it on the on the itunes podcast and it's our logo is nice and clean looking so yeah it looks nice and professional now
0: go ahead and uh subscribe to that give us a a five-star rating and a glowing review and if you don't want to give us a five-star rating why don't you just keep your mouth shut
1: just dm me and tell me what you don't like (laughs) yeah just tell us
0: directly how bad we are at this (laughs) face me cowards uh so
1: what's our next race? Our next race is Imola, right? Imola. Yeah, I know. I didn't I'm glad we're getting that back. That race ruled last year. Well, it didn't rule so much for you. That's that's when You know, I don't
0: even I've already blanked it out of my mind. That's when Max
1: the tire just went flat.
0: Oh yeah. Wonderful. Can't wait to go back. So we will be watching that race April 18th. Yep. Race weekend is the 16th through the 18th. Yep. That's the next F1 race, so we've got a little bit of time. Thank you to Chris King for the new theme song. The track is Cat Mountain Drive off of the album Gold Pulls. You can find Chris on Twitter at Artificial Chris. Go ahead and check out his bio. Go to his website. Go ahead and buy that music directly from him. Don't go through Spotify. Don't do any of that. Just, Just buy the music. It's the best way to support artists directly. Uh, Like I said, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes, and hopefully on other podcast formats soon. And we will talk to
1: you then. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, guys. Take care.